Hello everyone. Today is Wednesday, October 3rd. It's already October. Okay, the summer flew by, the fall flew by because in North Dakota we go from summer to winter. So outside right now it is, where's my temperature? It's 46 degrees, feels like 30 degrees. Low for, the t uh, for tonight is 28. We have snow flurries also in our future here on, looks like Friday, Monday. Yeah, it's, it's cold. The wind right now is blowing, I think, 30 miles an hour, maybe? Oh, hold on, I gotta turn the radio off. So I just got home and the radio's on, local country channel. And I came home and actually a good song was on. It was Darius Rucker, you know, the guy from Hootie and the Goldfish, or Hootie. Um, it's, it's this song called All Right. So that was really good. But then this other bad song comes on and I had to shut it off. So I'm feeding the dogs right now. Everybody is eating, which is good. Monty, Molly, and Rocco are all done. Ellie's all done. Max is all done, and Leo's almost done. Wow, guys, good job. Good job. We, um, so as you know, and I've talked about this before, that we feed our dogs really well. And it's not just the expensive dog food. It's what's in the dog food. What's in the canned food. What are you giving them as for treats? So, you're doing a good job, Mike. You keep eating your food, okay? Okay, Ellie you're done. You did a good job licking the walls, sweetheart. Good girl. So, I'm really picky about what's fed to my dogs. If people come over, they're like, oh, can I, can I give them this? Or can I give them this? No. I would rather you give them the TREATs that I get them. Because then I know what they're getting. When the dogs go to daycare, I, hey bud, hey, it's good, thank you. When the dogs go to daycare, I make sure to give them a bag of the treats that we have here because I know that they don't upset their tummy and I know what's in them. And then I also give instructions on how many they can have. My dogs, I want them to eat their food. I don't want them to rely on treats. I sure as hell don't want them to rely on people food. When I say people food, I mean things like lasagna, hamburgers. You know, come the day that that we're gonna fulfill their bucket list, because yes, my daughters are getting old, and they all have bucket lists. They're all gonna get a cheeseburger from McDonald's. They're all gonna get an ice cream cone from Dairy Queen. Um, it's just there's a bunch of stuff, you know, that I want to make sure they get to do before they pass. But I don't even want to think about that right now. Anyway, along with giving them their dry food and then their wet food or cold food, because there's difference, the canned food is blue buffalo, which I know what's in there. I could read you the ingredients that I can right now. And then we give them also fresh pet, which at any pet store you'll find in a refrigerator because it's actual like chunks of chicken and carrots and all this good stuff for them. Once in a while, however, I like to make up a little batch of dog food myself, which will be 
lean ground turkey, boiled in chicken broth or chicken stock, low sodium, brown rice, which I had to use white rice once, and then vegetables, green beans, carrots, corn, um, potatoes, like a can of potatoes. I'm not talking, now when I make this, it's a big pot. So when I say a can of carrots, that's like one little portion of it with all the meat and all the rice and all the broth that's in there soak everything up. So it's not like they're, I'm just giving them a cup of corn going, here you go, have at it. So I posted a picture of this batch of dog food that I made on Facebook. One of my family members comes at me, guns blazing like he was fucking Wyatt Earp at the OK Corral. He's like, you're killing your dog's feed and that shit. Humans can't even process corn. You're right. Humans can't process corn. And for dogs, it goes right through their system, too. But everything else, aw, oh, son of a bitch, Greg, you filled it up too fucking full. You're giving them water and you filled the container up too high and I spilled all over the floor. So, everything that's in that dog food is good for them. You can tell me all day long corn's bad for them or carrots are sugary or they're going to get obese and it's the number one obesity. You tell me whatever you want, I won't care. This is the reason I won't care, okay? I've done my research on what to feed my dogs. I've talked to the vet on what to feed my dogs. My dogs are all seniors. Oh, sorry. Cold outside so my nose is all stuffy and running. My dogs are all seniors. As they get older, they decide they just don't want to eat. I want to make sure that they still eat, of course. I want their tummies to be full at night when they go to bed. I want their tummies to be full in the morning. They shouldn't have to sit there and be miserable because they're hungry and they didn't want to eat. So I do whatever I can to make sure that it's done. When I make my batch of dog food, with the brown rice and the turkey. They literally get a tablespoon of it mixed with their dog food. It gives them a little something extra to it, like, ooh, it's not the same boring shit. Now, this person that came to me, this family member, I don't know if he listens, if he does, he, you know who you are, hey, what's going on? Him and I get along, you know, we just have different opinions. And like I've said multiple times before, I am, in, am incredibly opinionated. I am open for conversation. I'm open for a healthy debate. But I'm not open for an attack. So when you come at me that way, I get a little irritated. Because I know how you feed your dogs. I know you feed your dogs lasagna. You feed them curry. They don't go to the doctor. They don't get their shots. They bite people when they come to your house. Sorry. In dog world, I reign queen. Okay? My dogs have manners. For the most part. Now, keep in mind, I'm not saying that my dogs are perfectly trained and looking at every snap and whistle. Although when I snap, they all look at me wondering what they got to do or what I want them to do. They run outside, they bark, they don't listen when I tell them to be quiet or come to me. They're still dogs. 
But when somebody comes to my house, stranger, or if I've known you for years, and you've seen them, they're going to be happy to see you. Monty gets a little nervous around new people, so it's a different kind of introduction with him. Because of all the chaos of the other five, he gets really wound up and doesn't really know what to do with himself. So I, we help him out. He calms down. Everything is right as rain. You're not going to get bit here. As long as you're not trying to attack one of us, you're not going to get bit. My dogs have shiny coats. They're still gaining weight, being seniors, being between 12 and 15 years old. They're still gaining weight, which that was a concern. Rocco there for a little while was kind of skinny. Well, Greg wasn't feeding him enough. He was getting kind of skinny. And he went to the vet, and the vet's like, yeah, let's see if we can put some weight on him. If we can't, and the weight doesn't stay, then we have to talk, because then we have to do some tests. That's not good. Big boy gained weight. A big boy looks very good, don't you, bud? You're my handsome devil. Are you handsome? Yeah, you are. Same thing with Leo. Leo... You know, Leo will go a couple of times without eating sometimes, and I get frustrated because I'm like, I just want you to eat. So here I am. Everybody else is eating. They've got their foods in their, or their, their heads in their bowls, and he won't eat. So you know what I do? I sit on the floor and I hand feed him to make sure he doesn't go hungry. Because there are times he's just not feeling it. But if he'll eat out of my hand... I can at least get him to eat something instead of having a, an empty tummy. So the point of that, why I said that, is because, you know, sweep your own doorstep before you come, come to mine. And if you've never heard that saying before, how about there's the pot calling the kettle black or something like that. Don't come at my door to sweep. When you need to fix your own business, that just means don't, don't judge me for something I'm doing when what you're doing is a thousand times worse. Okay, my dogs, hi, baby E. Come here to mama. I'll give you love. Oh, hi, sweet little peanut. Hi. My dogs have never gotten lasagna. My dogs have never gotten spaghetti. My dogs... My dogs get fed and taken care of better than most children. And I'm not saying that to toot my own horn, although toot toot, motherfuckers, because it's true. Okay? Hey! Hey! You don't bark at people when they go to church. Stop it. People are at the church across the field and they decide to bark at them. Like it's an imminent threat, even though they are, I don't know, how many hundreds of feet away? I don't know. I'm home alone, so I'm like, hurt mom, I'm going to park you. And I, you know, I know I've said that before. I know I've said before that my dogs are treated better than children. Some children. Some, some kids are so spoiled beyond belief that you want to hit their parents because what the fuck did you do to your kid? 
Why did you make it a snot? Which that's something else too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about a little bit. But again, if you don't take good care of your pets, and you may in your mind think that you do, but if it's obvious to 99% of everybody else that has seen your situation about your pets and determined that you are not taking good care of them, I think the consensus is to say you don't take good care of your pets. So don't come at somebody like me and Greg and say that we don't or that we're killing them with what we're feeding them. No, I don't go for that shit, okay? I get defensive in life about three things. I don't even know if it's defensive. I get protective. I am protective when it comes to my dogs. And that's gonna be this group of six. That's gonna be any fosters that come through. That's gonna be any future dogs that decide to take place in my heart. I will be protective. Somebody one time looked at a picture of Ellie and said, oh, she's ugly. I said, well, fuck you, you're ugly, bitch. I mean, that's like looking at somebody's picture of their kid going, well, that's an ugly little goof. Now, something that I have always wanted to do, but I wouldn't, okay? If, it's a different story if somebody comes up and goes, oh, look at the picture of little Jimmy. Look at what he did. It was so cute, wasn't it? He's so adorable. And little Jimmy looks like a troll that's asking for quarters under a bridge. I'm probably not going to say, oh, he's so cute. I'm going to go, ooh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Or find something positive about the picture. You know, maybe little Jimmy has a cute coat. Maybe little Jimmy has a hat that could be pulled over his face. So I'll go, ooh, that's a nice hat. Hoping to give the silent signal of cover Jimmy's face up because he's ugly. I don't really go around though and show a lot of people pictures of my dogs. So I don't really get that opportunity. Because if I show you a picture of my dog and you say my dog's ugly, and then you come back and show me a picture of your kid and your kid is ugly, I will be honest with you. I'm not really going to, to beat around the bush that much. I will try and soften the blow, but nah, 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 nah. Or if the kid's really dumb. Now this could be any age range, mind you. Mind you, this, this is not just small children, you know, of little Susie's on a swing set. You could show me a picture of your 21-year-old son that has a nose on his face the size of Texas. Little beady eyes, greasy hair, and he's just a smart ass because mommy and daddy had money, and you know this. So if that person shows picture and goes, oh, I am just so proud of Andy, so proud. And he's so handsome, and he grew up into such a gorgeous, just beautiful young man. I might try and find a way to soften the blow and just go, oh, okay. Okay, I never really know what's going to come out of my mouth in those situations. But I do know it's going to be pretty brutal. 
if you come at my dogs first. So keep your mind on that one. Or when somebody yells at my dogs, like I said, we have a church across the field from us. Now, I have nothing against people that are religious and that go to church. I figure since I am consistently having seven or eight listeners, I'm just going to talk about it. I don't think anybody else is going to find my podcast, so I appreciate those of you who are loyal and have been listening. So, I'm not a religious person. I used to be grown up, but we'll get into that another time. And I'll, I'll stay out of your business. You stay out of mine. Don't come preaching at me or anything. Well, and this is not really even about preaching. This is about somebody yelling at my dogs. I get all these thoughts all jumbled up in there, and they all want to come out at the same time. So anyway, the dogs are outside, and there's a daycare that's over there in the daytime. Therefore, it's called daycare. I'm an idiot. And, Leo, what are you doing? You don't need to groom him, honey. It's okay. I appreciate that you love your brother, but you don't need to groom him. So these kids are outside, and of course my dogs are barking. My dogs are in my fenced yard while the children are running amok in the field. Great as the dogs are barking, and I'm trying to get them to shut up. I'm not just letting them bark like little maniacs. That's not what I do. Somebody from the church yells, shut your dogs up. Oh, boy. So the crazy in me comes out, and I yell, fuck you. You shut the fuck up. I didn't get a response after that, and... People over at the church kind of look over here like they're scared. I don't know. But don't yell at my dogs, okay? I didn't yell at you to get the children to stop screaming because they were out running, having fun in the field. Don't yell at my dogs who are in my yard to shut up. It doesn't set well with me at all. Another thing that happened in the field, so the geese are... We have Canada geese that come here and they hang out in the field back here. And they're really fun to watch because you know like each of them has a mate and then they have babies and the little fuzzy babies are all over. Even though they can be kind of aggressive. Years ago when we first moved here, we were we've been here for twelve years now. Ellie was how old were he? Three, four? She goes to the fence and she starts barking at the geese. Well, Daddy Goose was not going to have it, and he came charging the fence with his wings open to give her a warning. She ran up on the deck, peed on the deck, came in the house. <laughs> so when she sees geese outside, she goes, does her business, comes back up. Molly, on the other hand, is a brute, and she will not back down. So I have to actually go get her and remind her to come up. So anyway, the geese are out there, and the field was flooded, so these little ducks were swimming and having a good time, and they were splashing around. People had come out to feed them bread. Anybody that does not have their head inserted in their ass knows to not feed these animals bread. It weighs them down, makes it very difficult for them to fly. Bread is not 
Bread isn't good for people. It sure as fuck isn't good for animals or small animals that need to fly. So I yelled over there because she was pretty far away. So I wanted to make sure, you know. I said, hey, you shouldn't feed those guys bread. What do I get back? Fuck you, mind your own business. Okay, okay, great. So I guess I'm protective of four things. My dogs, Greg, my dad, and all animals in general. So I yell back over there, hey, just trying to be nice. I don't want the birds to die. Could you not feed them bread? The husband chimes in. Fuck you. Okay. Well, standing on the deck in my pajamas, because I was outside with the dogs. I didn't just go outside to talk to these people. I was outside with the dogs. So I'm out there in my pajamas, no bra. Hair is askew. Smoked at the time. I had a cigarette in my hand. And I said, finally, I said, fuck you too. I said, choke on the goddamn bread. I'm going to call the cops. That's what I resorted to. What else was I supposed to do? Am I supposed to go hop the fence, run the field, you know, go beat them up with their bread and make them choke on it? I had nothing else. They drove away, gave me the finger. I didn't call the cops. The birds were fine. A couple hours later, I'm still in my pajamas. I think it was a Saturday or Sunday. I don't really get out of the pajamas a whole lot. I'm doing stuff around the house, and I don't want to put a bra on is my biggest thing. So I'm outside smoking a cigarette. With the dogs, it was nice outside. Geese were doing their thing. Birds were in the water. This truck of hillbillies comes up, and there were probably, I'm not kidding, probably like 30, 40 ducks and geese out here. It was, it was so fun to watch and just listen to them honking around. Hillbillies come up in a truck, Minnesota plate. It was a gray and black Chevy Z71, maybe like a 96, 97 model. I don't remember what the license plate was. He was wearing a black cap, gray shirt, brown jacket, and jeans. I might be wrong about the color shirt. I remember the rest. He gets out and he has a knife in his hand. And I can tell it's a knife because it's not like some little steak knife. This is like, and I have, we have some of these knives. This had a blade that was probably 10 inches long. I mean, it, it was a big knife. Kind of like the one that Jax Teller had in Sons of Anarchy. Like that. And I can't remember what it's called. So if you remember, message me. Yeah. So they get out, they start chasing the fucking geese, wielding the knife above his head like he's a psycho. And the other ones are laughing and they're recording it on their little flip phones, I think they, they, we had at the time. He had a phone in his hand. It's either a flip phone or a Blackberry, because those were super cool. And I, I fucking come unglued. I'm like, I said, you leave them goddamn birds alone. What did I get back? Take a guess. Fuck you, you fat bitch. Well, isn't that original? Isn't that special? I didn't know I was fat. Oh God, I'm gonna go look in the mirror. I'm gonna be heartbroken. I'm gonna be heartbroken that you had to tell me that when I thought for years that it was a size two model. Oh, dumbass.
So I decided to take it one step further. I said, hey, and I, I screamed this at them like a crazy person. I said, you want to have a knife with somebody? I said, come on over. I gave him my address. I shouted across the field. I said, next driveway. I'll be waiting outside for you. They never came. I got some more fuck yous. I'm like, ah, oh, the original. You're smart. I said, your mom should have swallowed. Yeah. She should have swallowed and then right away taken a shit just to make sure you were nowhere near her uterus. That's what should have happened. But So that one I did call the cops. And I said, I said you know, I had some hillbilly psycho back here. Uh, I said, I'm hoping he comes to my house. And the dispatcher goes, well, why would he come to your house? No reason. I'm not going to tell you. No reason. I didn't want to get it for terroristic threats. I just wanted him to come over ring my bell. Ring my bell. Bring your knife at me and let's see what happens. Ugh. Greg thinks I'm going to be like beat up and murdered one time because my mouth is so big. And what I got to say to that, if that's how I'm meant to go, that's how I'm meant to go. I, I don't know. Years ago, I thought I would go because of road rage. Horrible, horrible road rage. I am going to do a podcast one day while I'm driving. So I can talk to you and you can feel the same kind of anger I feel when I drive. Even though Fargo isn't horrible for traffic, we just have a lot of stupid drivers. Absolutely stupid. So, the other things I am protective of. Greg. Now, as I've said before, Greg and I have had our problems. No doubt about that. I will never sit here and pretend that everything is perfect. We've had a perfect marriage. We have a perfect life. That won't ever, ever happen. I will be nothing but honest when I say that we have struggled with money. We have struggled with our relationship. We have fought and worked hard to get where we at where we're at now but we're still not in a great place it's a constant work in progress there's if anybody ever says to you marriage is easy marriage is so fun it's like it's like a a dream come true bullshit you have two completely different people that are trying to build a life together. There's fights. There's arguments. And about stupid shit. I get mad at him for squeezing the toothpaste wrong. He gets mad at me for how I, I load the dishwasher. It's just how, you, how it is. But even though we've had our problems, I couldn't see anybody else in my life other than Greg. I couldn't see anybody else putting up with me through all my moods and just hugging me when I cry and when I need it. So I just can't see my life without him. Now, even though his mom thinks I'm not good enough for him and I control him, which is not true because he's actually turned into an asshole, I've trained him well. Yes, I have. Um, I, I'm very protective of him. And I know he can stand up for himself. 
I know if we're out together somewhere and somebody says something to him, he can stand up for himself. While I know that, I also know that I would not give him the opportunity to do that because I would instantly be up and be in a rage. How dare you say something to my husband when you have no idea who he is or what he's about. There was a time in our old house that um, we were trying to do the basement ourselves, which was a disaster. Long story short, Gray goes over to my mom's with my dad. Mom answers the door because she had it locked. She was mad at dad. And Greg is standing there and he smiles and he goes, well, hi. She slammed the door in his face. And then she proceeds to yell at him and say, I'm not in the fucking mood for your shit. Oh, really? So dad and Greg get back to our house where I was. And they were kind of talking. I said, what happened? Dad goes, dad looked at Greg and said, don't, don't tell her. Don't tell her. I said, just tell me. He told me. I proceeded to call my mother and yell at her and tell her, and she hung up on me. I called her back and said, hang up on me again. I said, I'm going to drive over there. I'm going to slap you in the face. And you may think that that's terrible when I said that to my mother, but we have a different kind of relationship. We've, there's been a lot that has built up to this. The reason I got so mad at her is because Greg has done nothing but be nice to her. And this was years ago, but I'm just using this as an example of how far I, I will go and how angry I will get. Greg was nothing but nice to her. You know, we would go over and visit all the time. He'd make her laugh. There was no reason to take that anger out on him just because he was there. And that's a big reason, too, why I don't like Greg's mom as much as I do, because I feel like he never had the parents that he deserved growing up. His dad wasn't there. He feels like he's not wanted by his dad. His mom was never there. She always used the excuse that she was at work, which I know she did work a lot, but there was no parenting there. She actually told him that he was an oops baby and that they didn't ever want him. Yeah. So, knowing how much I love him and how much I care for him, that hurts my heart because nobody deserves to hear that. Nobody should have to hear that they weren't wanted, but eh, we dealt with it. Nobody should have to ever feel like they're not wanted, especially by their own parents. So I, I get really protective of Greg because he, he did not have an easy childhood. He's not had an easy life, neither have I, just in two different spectrums. So that's that. So if you ever want to post anything about my dogs or Greg, be warned. Can't see you doing that though, because there's only like eight of you. So if you do ever want to send me a message though, I'd be all over that business. So the other thing I'm protective of is my dad. Uh, growing up, mom and dad fought a lot. 
and if mom or anybody in my family ever hears this, they're going to think it's terrible I'm talking about it, it's terrible this. I don't have secrets, people. If, you know, I could tell you right now, I had a weird pain in my vagina today. It felt like somebody kicked my left lip. And I had like this Charlie horse shooting pain in my left pussy lip at work. I can't really grab it and rub it and be like, oh God, that hurts, you know, like you would a Charlie horse. So I just had to deal with it. I'll tell you anything you want to know. It, it does not phase me. So anyway, growing up, mom and dad fought a lot. Um, mom would say really mean things to dad. Dad never fought back. Uh, dad had a really rough childhood where his stepmom was not kind to him. I'm not going to go into details, just say she was not kind to him. His mom died while, mom, while my mom was pregnant with me in 1982. And his brother passed away a couple years ago that I know he feels a lot of guilt about because he wanted to see his brother and kept saying he was going to go and going to go and miss the opportunity. But dad's been beaten down a lot in his life. And my dad, I know I could call him up right now and say, Dad, I need your help with something. He'd be here. Or... Dad, I need a pair of socks. And he'd give me his last pair. That's just who my dad is. And there have always been people in my life that have been so mean to him. Called him stupid, called him worthless. Um, you know, just horrible, horrible things. And... He's never, I have never once seen him stand up for himself. He just takes it and moves on. And I know it hurts his feelings. I know it does. You can't have somebody look at you, somebody that you did all this shit for, and then they talk to you like you're a piece of shit. You can't tell me that that doesn't hurt your feelings. There's no fucking way. So yes, I get very angry when somebody says something about my dad. I will destroy you if you say something about my dad. My dad, I say affectionately, looks like a mix of Jesus and Charlie Manson. He's got the facial hair. Or he looks like Cy from Duck Dynasty. I hate that show, but he kind of looks like him. Even has the same cup that Cy has. I swear to God. Um... But yeah, when I worked at my old job, my dad came in one day and this little bitchy girl was in there and looked at him like the side glance, the side, the side eye thing, you know, like that snotty little side eye. You just want to slap him so the eyes fucking go straight. And she looked at some of my coworkers and I knew she was going to say something. I knew she was. I looked at her. And I said, I said, yeah, it's my dad. I said, I get very angry if somebody says mean things about my dad. And she shut up. And I'm not speculating. I'm not guessing she was going to say anything mean. She was going to. Because anybody that walked in that door, she was right there to cast judgment on them. And I told her, I said, you know, you can be mean to me all you want to. 
I can stand up for myself. I'm very good at it. But nobody's mean to my dad. <laughs> no, not around me. Now my mom, I'm not, you know, this isn't like a green, a green light to go, be mean to my mom. Mom can stand up for herself. Mom, mom has a big mouth, so she'll pipe right up and tell somebody to shut up or, you know, leave her alone, whatever. Dad just won't do that. He, he won't, and that bothers me a lot. So, it's my job. Before he retired, um, there were people that he worked with that picked on him. A lot. Like it was fucking high school. And uh, I tried to get out of him what kind of car they drove. I just wanted to know. I wasn't going to do anything to the car. I was going to wait for the fucker to get out to the car. So that's going to do. I'm having a beer. It's been an interesting week. Actually, it's, it hasn't been a bad week. Don't get me wrong. It's just been an interesting week. Interesting. I gotta check Monty's kennel to see if he peed in there. Monty? Monty? Monty, you're ignoring me. He's laying on the puppy bed sleeping, ignoring me completely when I say his name. So I thought on Monday night, I thought Max was dying. Uh, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Wow. I got home. I fed them. And then, like, he coughed while he was eating. I went over to him, I patted his back, and he seemed fine. Well, as he's done eating, he comes around, looks at me with just his eyes. He's not moving his head. His neck is scrunched down, almost like when you push a Barbie doll head down. And, and he just like wouldn't move. He could barely walk. So I picked him up and I was checking his legs and stuff to see if he would scream or cry when I touched him. He didn't make a peep. Well, then I put him on the, on the floor, tried to set him up. I was going to give him a dog aspirin, and he just tipped right over. Like, he couldn't even hold himself up. And then he started shaking. So I called Greg in a panic, because this wasn't just like your run-of-the-mill puking all over, shitting all over, limping because you hurt your leg. This was something I had never seen before. And I picked him up and he was just like a sack of potatoes. There was no life to him at all. I mean, his eyes were bright and he was watching me with his eyes, but he wouldn't move his head, he wouldn't perk up his ears, he didn't like his tail, nothing. So I was in the panic, I called Greg. Greg got mad at me, said I was overreacting, which, you know what, looking back on it, maybe I was overreacting. But this year has not been kind. And all I could think of was, please, God, I can't lose one now. I say God ironically, since I don't believe in God, but you understand where I'm going here. I was just asking the powers that be, please don't do this to me now. So, are you in that clothes basket? Hey, 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 that's a big N-O, but no, you cannot be in that basket. 
but I just made a decision to put him down. You know, I, I just really hope that we wake up one, one Saturday morning and go to get them out of their kennel and they're just in there sleeping peacefully where they have clean fluffy blankets and they're in their happy place. Molly? Molly? Molly, come here. Did you go down to the basement to shit? I swear to God, if you shit in my basement, you're going to get it. I'm going to have to go look, ain't I? What? I'm going to have to go look and see if you shit in the basement. What? Do you want to go potty? I don't know. Let's go. Come on, Molly. Not you. Just Molly. Molly, come on. Go potty. Go potty. Go. Molly. Oh, she just stands there like a fool. I gotta go down and see if she shit in the basement. Somebody shit down there the other day. We think it was Monty because I have the convection oven on and he freaks out when the fucking bell rings. That's like a circus sometimes. Hi, buddy. I'm glad you're better. Yes, I love you so much. But that's it for me. I am going to have some beef and broccoli with white rice for supper tonight. I might even exercise a little bit. It's actually been, had some pretty good eating days where my calories have been below 2,000. Uh, I just haven't gotten any exercise like I want to. So I'll probably squeeze some of that into it too. But I will we'll probably be talking to you again over the weekend. Because, like I said, I do want to have a podcast in the car. A lot of good ideas come to me in the car. And I don't have anything, of course, to write them down because I'm not an asshole with a pen and paper in my hand or with my phone in my hand taking notes. That's not what I do. I hope you guys all have a wonderful rest of the week. Have a great weekend. If it's nice out where you are, enjoy it because it's cold as tits here right now. Ah, what does that mean, cold as tits? I don't know, but my tits are warm right now. Once I take my bra off, though, it's going to be able, I'm going to be able to cut glass. I'm going to be like a villain with glass cutters. So, all right, take care of yourselves. I will talk to you later. Bye.